0: Hey there, it's Pastor T with another daily psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And today we are reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord, Psalm 94. I invite you to follow along in your own Bible at home, or to listen as I read. O Lord, God of vengeance, O God of vengeance, shine forth, rise up, O judge of the earth, repay to the proud what they deserve. O Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked exult? They pour out their arrogant words. All the evildoers boast. They crush your people, O Lord, and afflict your heritage. They kill the widow and the sojourner and murder the fatherless. And they say, The Lord does not see. The God of Jacob does not perceive. Understand, O dullest of the people. Fools, when will you be wise? He who planted the ear, does he not hear? He who formed the eye, does he not see? He who disciplines the nations, does he not rebuke? He who teaches man knowledge, the Lord, knows the thoughts of man, that they are but a breath. Blessed is the man whom you discipline, O Lord, and whom you teach out of your law, to give him rest from days of trouble until a pit is dug for the wicked. For the Lord will not forsake his people; he will not abandon his heritage. For justice will return to the righteous, and all the upright in heart will follow it. Who rises up for me against the wicked? Who stands up for me against evil doers? If the Lord had not been my help, my soul would soon have lived in the land of silence. When I thought, my foot slips. Your steadfast love, O Lord, held me up. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Can wicked rulers be allied with you, those who frame injustice by statute? They band together against the life of the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord has become my stronghold and my God the rock of my refuge. He will bring back on them their iniquity and wipe them out for their wickedness. The Lord our God will wipe them out. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 94 traces for us a faithful path from the place of frustration and anger to a place of peace and contentment. The psalm starts out quite bluntly, O Lord, God of vengeance, O God of vengeance, shine forth. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Repay to the proud what they deserve. The psalmist's first word is a word of just out and out bitterness and resentment. God of vengeance, show yourself. But as the psalm continues, as the psalmist prays and has this kind of vents and gets it all off of his chest, slowly his thoughts Thoughts and, and mind turn not to um, just to vengeance and to retribution, but to the God who disciplines, who disciplines us as well, and to the God who ultimately uses his alien work of the law. In other words, His the that aspect of his um, works that is um, not n- natural to his character, that God's work in the law and in justice and in judging, that that is ultimately subservient work of the gospel. Blessed is the man whom you discipline, O Lord, and whom you teach out of your law. For the Lord will not forsake his people. He will not abandon his heritage. The psalmist is moving from that place of just out and out frustration and anger. And let me be clear about this. It is perfectly meet right and salutary that he expresses these things to the Lord. But then through this prayer, he's moving to a place of more settled contentment, When I thought my foot slips, your steadfast love, O Lord, held me up. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. And I think there's a lesson in this for you and me, that when we come before the Lord, we start just pouring out our heart, whatever we might be bearing and carrying, and especially we do that using the words of the Psalms, they're so helpful. But then at the same time, we don't stop there, but we continue to offer those up to the Lord, seeing the ways that he continues to be present with us in the midst of our frustrations and our angers. He doesn't leave us in that place, but lifts us up by his grace so that we would lift our eyes up and recognize the ways that he continues to bless, preserve, and sustain us. Uh, I, would, I want you to especially linger on that word. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. What are the cares on your heart? today. Maybe you'd even take a minute after um, watching this video to write them out, jot them down, and then to recognize the consolations of the Lord that meet each and every one of our cares, that those are what ultimately cheer our soul. It is perfectly appropriate and right for us to bring before the Lord all the things that are dragging us down, all of those anxieties, all of those frustrations, but then to recognize that the Lord has not left us to stew in that stuff, but gives us His consolations which lift the heart, which cheer the soul, which set us on a a path toward peace and faithfulness. Let us pray. O gracious Lord, in the midst of this life, there's so many things to vex us and frustrate us, especially these times. But Lord, you continue to be faithful to us and your consolations cheer our soul. Help us, Lord, open our eyes to recognize your manifold blessings so that we would not be overwhelmed by all of the anxieties and the resentments and the bitternesses that may afflict our soul. Help us, Lord, to fix our eyes on you and on your steadfast love that will not let our feet slip. So we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, may you go forth this day being honest with the Lord and with all of your heart, but recognizing along the way that his consolations can and do cheer your soul, go in his peace.